Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I am your host, Mike C., back in the studio after a one-week layoff. Had some personal things going on last week. Guys did a great show without me, and I am glad to be back. Let me introduce a couple friends. Let me introduce the guys right now. We got two of them in the studio with me this week. First off, before getting into podcasting, he was a well-known Las Vegas showgirl named Treasure. His, everybody put your hands together and welcome Rich. I know. That's only because Cinnamon was taken. <laughs> Cinnamon, I, like the way that, I like the way that next on the stage for two songs, Cinnamon. Well, the only reason why Cinnamon was taken was because it was a family name. Ah. You know, I, I've always I've always thought that that may be, might have been my calling in life. I should have just introduced strippers at a strip club. Next on the stage for two songs. That's right. The lovely Jasmine. Wow. See, I could have done it. You I could have done it. I could have yeah. that dream. Yeah, Jasmine's ready for those people. Those <laughs> it's never dances, people. Please get down off those and give her a twenty. Yeah, there you go. Uh, she is available <laughs> for private too dances late. and the boom boom. It's room. never too late, Rich. It's never too late. And Your you dream may come true like, if you slip her in a little extra money. You never know. <laughs> it is never too late. Yeah, and you also hear a second voice. I promise there was two. Awesome dudes in the studio with me this week. Back at it for the second week in a row. We missed him for a while, but he's back with us again. He's my buddy. He's my pal. He's the former owner of 8122 Production Studios. He's our good friend, Ron. Yeah, I had to sell it. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but money, he, will money got it again. Tight. he will own it again someday. Well, I mean, technically, he owns part of this room anyway. So <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> I just... And a piece of our hearts. Really, I mean, so. the, the, the room in the building is officially op- owned by Dragon Master Games because that's where we are. But, you know, the, the podcast, Ron's been here since the beginning. OG, maybe we should change OG the name. One two two production. I think maybe we should change the name of the room, the studio that we're in, to you know, like the the, the Ron <laughs> Memorial <laughs> Library or no, something. That's like only that. if I have a heart attack. No. Next week. <laughs> the, the, Ron, the Ron bleep because one two two production studio. Because of that, because like I'm just telling you, if I have a heart attack next week and I, I see the light, I'm going. I'm not, no, not even fighting. So, no, you're so you, can, you can put the memorial. You got podcasts to do, but you can't go anywhere. I'll get you a plaque for that. I mean, I actually. I might have said that to my dad one day. My dad just looked at me and said, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll jump into a little bit of news. It was kind of a light week, so we don't have a ton of stuff. Uh, Rich actually has most of the stuff that we're going to talk about this week. But one of the things that kind of jumped out at me, uh, there was uh, an article that came out. Uh, Happy Death Day director Christopher Landon is going to be directing a new horror movie uh, for Blumhouse. So, uh, kind of good news there. I, I, I dig. Obviously, we've talked about this But it depth. will not be the, the the trifecta for happy it will death not day. be that we no, know for a fact it will they, not that, be happy that death is not day happening three. which is unfortunate because he wanted to make a trilogy and you know what maybe if this is successful maybe he picks up something else that's successful maybe yes. they go back to it you know that's sometimes true. that's what they do with these movies they just need to take a little breather uh one of the rumors that i did read out there uh was courtesy of uh arrow in the head.com um pure rumor 
makes for a fun conversation. We don't know if it's true or not, but uh, there is a rumor that, you know, we, we've talked about it in the past, Blumhouse wants to get a hold of the Scream series. Jason Blum wants to do Scream. There is a rumor that this may actually be the Scream reboot. Uh, Jason Blum wants to get his hands on everything. Yeah. And, and, and I, for one, say let him get his hands yeah. on everything because he does such a good job. Uh, with the Scream thing, it would be cool. I'm going to start just by saying that. My opinion would it be it would be cool. However, I think it's too late. And by that, I mean I don't think this is going to happen because I think after the reboot of the TV series just yeah. bit the big one and left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, I do, I think any chance of a movie is going to bite it too. Now, mind you, I could be wrong, and Jason Blum could reach into his bag of magic and make everybody want to see a Scream movie again, but I, I just feel like, unfortunately, that show, I think, tanked everybody on it. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it's a little too soon, I think. You know, maybe give it more time. You know, it's it's still, it's only been 20 little over 20 years since Scream came out, since the mm -hmm. sequels came out. You know, it's well, one of those things. The sequel only came out, what, five years ago? Six 2011. 2011, so I'm a little more. I thought, wow, I thought no, it was literally that. But, but it didn't do great. It really didn't fit. For, in my no. opinion, it wasn't a good sequel hey, compared to the other ones. I actually, I dug it. I, I, I really, I'm going to be honest, I dug Scream 4. I'm not saying that I thought it was the greatest horror movie of all time, but I enjoyed it. Uh, it could be because I, 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 especially at the time, I was very attracted to uh, Miss Hayden Penetier. Oh, yeah. That was nice to see her. Uh, yeah. But, Kirby was her name. Yes, Kirby. Uh, but I thought that the story was decent. And the reason why is because it was different and you couldn't see that shit coming till the end. Yeah, and I, I did... We've talked about it on air before. I liked the killer. I, I loved the way that it was acted. You know, that was cool. I just didn't think that the story fit with the, the rest of the series. It was kind of, you know, a little... I kind of rolled my eyes at it. It wasn't a horrible movie. Here's the thing. It I wasn't Halloween 2018 to me. Well, I, I like that better than you did, but not saying it was leaps and bounds better <laughs> right. either. But uh, I will say this. I thought that uh, Scream 4 suffered because it tried to be the other movies. Yeah, They didn't really do anything overly original with the exception of the killer at the end and how they unveiled that. Yeah. That was the only thing they did that was original and that's why I go back to going like it's a good movie or a decent enough movie because I like the ending. Right. But going into it the reason why it's watchable and not horrible is because it we've seen that movie 10 times. I mean, I'd like to t I like how it opened too cuz I like the tongue in cheek of how it made fun of all the sequels of movies. Oh, that was awesome. That was an amazing fun little bit to open with as well. But the closing was really what makes the movie and everything else really just felt the same as every other screen movie put out there. Right. In my opinion. Right. Uh but either way, him directing a movie is is probably the biggest takeaway. It's nice. Uh whether it's a screen movie or original idea or anything like that, I think that's it's it's, it's always nice to see somebody who's talented get an opportunity to make a movie and hopefully it does well and maybe we'll get the a trilogy for Happy Death Day. Yeah, I would love to see that. Speaking of original ideas, uh, to uh, jump into a different news subject, last week when me and Ron took over for you, we uh, mentioned that James Wan was going to be uh, in between his next projects, which would be the much-awaited Aquaman 2. He, uh, before, is going to stay, take a stop back into horror land. Now, mind you, he is producing the next Conjuring movie. He has been heavy on to his production, but he is going to make his direct return to horror and and now it's gotten bigger this week James Wan has said in an interview that it will be an original horror idea so it will not be part of the Conjuring universe it will not be part of the Saw universe or the Insidious universe or anything he's already done it's an original idea so this is exciting yeah. and he says that instead of doing CGI he's going to go back to old school practical effects for this movie so I'm thinking slasher film from James Wan yeah probably dig it I, I, that's my. That's just a. That, uh, it's not news. He did not say he was doing a slasher film. I'm just saying when you put practical effects yeah. with original idea, I've never done. 
Yeah. I go yeah. slasher because he has not really done a slasher film. Uh, the closest would be Saw, and Saw wasn't a slasher film. Saw right. Was, Saw was more is more of a psychological thriller with uh, tor- mixed with torture porn. Yeah. yeah. So it's Final Destination meets. You know, Hostile. seven. Hostile. Yeah, that's yeah. It's okay. kind of unfairly classified as a slasher movie because you have, you know, well, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. You have the name Jig- Jigsaw, but Jigsaw never kills. He anybody. doesn't kill anybody. Uh-huh. The puppet is who they call. You know, a lot of people that are not avid horror fans think that the puppet is. You Jigsaw, know, but he's is, not Jigsaw, and he's not Jigsaw. You know, it's you he, know, he's Billy. He's he is Billy. He's You're Billy. right. That's his name. Uh, and then the pig. The yeah, big, 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 but yeah. here's the thing: uh, it has slasher elements it, to okay. it, but it's not. A I will slasher say this: film. It's, it's definitely a horror movie. Oh and, yeah, and, yeah. And it has it has slasher elements to it, absolutely. But, but at the end of the day, it's not. Like I said, in the, I I think it's a mix between seven and I will even go as far as Ron. It's like seven meets Hostel meets Final Destination. Yeah, because it's like there's a torture porn element to it, but not too over the top torture porn. I mean, a couple of the kills are pretty bad in the later ones. Uh, then there's also, if you really if you think about it, for Final Destination, one of the reasons to go see those movies is the kills yeah yeah just like final destination it's not the final destination is not great horror movies but the kills are awesome right saw is more of a better horror movie and it still has awesome kills that right. do border on torture porn yeah. at times and there is some of the kills that go way into yeah. it and then of course i say seven because seven is that psychological thriller and it is much like seven where he's punishing people who he thinks for some reason have come short yeah. and trying to make them a better human being if you will Right. So I mean, out of eight movies so far, that's that's the trajectory, and we're on we're almost nine. Nine's on the yeah. way. We'll be talking. We'll actually be talking about that in a little bit. It's a little teaser for the second uh, <laughs> segment. Uh, something that interests me and Ron moving along with the news, though, is me and Ron, and one day we're going to do this goal. Yeah. And then we're going to come and talk about it right here on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe we'll film it, all, all sorts of crazy shit, whatever we can do. But me and Ron both want to go down to Orlando, Florida, to Universal Studios in Oct- uh, sometime in September or October, because it goes yeah. for both months, and do Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. And uh, this year, Halloween Horror Nights is starting to announce what they're going to have. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we've mentioned it on this podcast before. Uh, if we did, I apologize. But it did come out so, a couple weeks ago. Still worth it. Yeah, it came out a couple weeks ago that last year they brought Killer Clowns from Outer Space as a street show, as like a different street segment because they do the little live open segments, if you will. This year, Killer Clowns from Outer Space will get their own house. Which is awesome. So it'll be, I I haven't seen any concept yet. I can't wait to see it because I watched a bunch of people on YouTube. We plugged it a couple weeks ago. I can't wait to see what they're doing there. Now, the two that they've added are even better. We are getting a house for Jordan Peele's epic Us. Ooh, so us will get have its own house. I'm hoping it takes you through that mirror maze into the underground dwelling. That's what I'm hoping. You got to think that that's what they would do with it. Um, that the damn owl. You better believe that's going to be there. <laughs> it's going to. It's going to. It was the only jump in the whole movie twice. Absolutely, got you both times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that happening. So there's that. Then also on time, by the way, for Shutter's release of this show. Creep Show is getting a house nice. for Halloween Horror Nights, and it will be based on the movies. So it'll be based on the segments from the movies and mixed in with the show. So they're going to do both. And, and Halloween Horror Nights is not new to Greg Nicotaro because that's where the Walking Dead house originated and it has become an attraction. Okay. Yeah. Going back to us, do you think technology has caught up to do the poll like the, the Haunted Mansion in Disney? Where you're like you you go when you go through the mirror and the ghost is sitting next to you in the ride, yeah. but you actually go through and at the end 
it's a reflection of you from the beginning, or it's not like in in the jumpsuit, but like it got a picture of that you. That would be neat. That would be cool. Or be somehow cool. a camera gets you at that moment. Do do yeah. I think technology has? Yes. Is it practical? I don't know. I, Depends I, on I, how I, many people. You'd have to slow that house down. But that's why that's why I say you do it through the house. You do it from the front because it'll give time for it to go through the computer, and then as you go through at the end, Could you be. get you get something where you're staring at, and it not being a mirror, but being like that kind of hologram type feel or something right where all of a sudden you're like staring at yourself that would be awesome if they did that i don't know like you i don't, said, I don't, I don't know how practical it'd be but that'd be cool if they figured out a way to do it i don't, it. I don't no, know if it, I, I don't i think that would be super cool i don't like with all these hologram effects and stuff going on and stuff i don't know right how, but like it would be like something like you walking in oh, i'm sorry i just hit the mic as that's you walk as you walk in like that's the camera's there but you don't see it right and it gets you and then when you go through the whole thing you might see glimpses of yourself that'd be kind of cool that'd be really cool <laughs> That'd be that'd be awesome. I, I agree. Uh, I'm super excited. I, I will be watching. Uh, there's a bunch of different YouTubers I watch that do a lot of stuff at the parks down there. Tim Tracker is one of them. I'll give him a plug here. Uh, he does. If you go go back, you can see what he's done for Halloween Horror Nights in years past. And I'm sure he'll be covering this year's Halloween Horror Nights as well. And usually because he has a uh, he, he has he's got enough following that he has a deal down there. They usually let him show some stuff. And he's even got some behind the scenes footage because he gets to go to media days. So you can check out what he's done in years past there. Uh, specifically last year, which was really cool he had a lot of behind the scenes stuff and then this year i'm sure that that will be the same so nice. i had just a little shout out there uh last but certainly not least we are going to talk about an awesome set uh, that's coming out uh october 1st we are going to get the hitchcock collection to dvd and blu-ray uh more more specifically if uh, the blu-ray i think is the best the, the route for this one uh they are going to the, it just looks cool first of all it comes in a box that looks like the psycho, like the Bates Motel. Awesome. So, it pretty or not the motel. Sorry, just the house. Uh, there's a bunch of memorabilia in there with it. There's it looks like there's some stuff from Vertigo and there's some sheets. Uh, it doesn't have really a listing of all of it because I don't know if it's got the same stuff in all of them or if there's a little different stuff. It looks pretty cool. Uh, but it comes with 15 movies released on Blu-ray for the first time, plus. Uh, seven episodes of Alfred Hitchcock Presents and three episodes of the Alfred Hitchcock Hour. And inside the packaging is inspired by the iconic house from Psycho. Here's the 15 movies that will be on this collection. Saboteur, Shadow of a Doubt, Rope, Rear Window, The Trouble with Harry, The Man Who Knew Too Much, Vertigo, North by Northwest, The Birds, Marnie, Torn Curtain, Topaz, Frenzy, Family Plot, and of course, Psycho. Yeah. So that will be out on October 1st. Uh, I do not have a price point on here. They did not give the price point probably, for this. Probably around 100 bucks. I would assume so. I'll find out right now for us. I'm looking at the pre-order right now and just Ooh, waiting for it okay. to load. 89.99 pre-order. 99.98. Ooh, so there yeah, you go. So 100 bucks even on the pre-order. It's two cents below $100, so it's a steal. <laughs> hey, listen, that's that's a lot of stuff, and that's the yeah. first time oh, that any yeah. of that's been on Blu-ray. So, yeah. Just uh, a cool-looking set rope, to begin with. Is... Oh, yeah. The, do you see that? The, there's a lot of cool stuff that comes with it. Uh, like I said, it, it, it looks like it comes with a bunch of swag. I don't know if it comes with the same stuff because the listing said bonus stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I think some of them might come with different things, but I, one of them looked like there looked like there's different posters. So maybe you get different posters. Cause one of them definitely was the poster for vertigo. Yeah. I didn't notice that. And then there was other stuff yeah, that was like from different movies. So I'm assuming that maybe depending upon the box, it's like yeah. a grab bag of what you get, yeah. but that's pretty cool on its own. Just the movies. And then you get, you know, 10, 10 episodes of the, the show between, yeah. you know, seven of, Probably, Alfred Hitchcock yeah. presents, and then three of the Alfred Hitchcock hour. I mean, yeah. that's probably probably the best ones out of them. I would assume so. I would assume so. And uh, yeah, this is a cool looking thing. I'm just I'm kind of 
you know, looking it over Gazing right now it as over we're talking. Real yeah, quick, you know, is... thinking about possibly buying that since yeah. you're not going to spend all that extra money to go down to uh, Blairstown this year. Oh well, I'm not going to be going to that. No, no, no I no. was invited back twice, two different yeah. email addresses. I was selected to actually go back to the camp at uh, where they filmed Friday the Thirteenth, but. Uh, as much as I love those folks, as much as I, I dig what they're doing, all the money goes into the camp. Uh, $395 for this tour. <laughs> My last one was a lot. It was 170 The one before that was, like, I think, $150. I mean, $375. 170 is reasonable. If you would have messaged yeah. me then and you were like, oh, I get to bring guests, I'm like, maybe I can swing 170 and go with you. I probably would have done that again. 300 and some dollars? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, the so difference fun. with this one, the, the previous ones, they would do two in a day. Uh, there was one from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And another one from, I think, 3 to 10. This one uh, is actually from 9 a.m. till 10 p.m. You get lunch, you get dinner. They they're doing more with it. There's a few more celebrities that are there, including Harry Manfredini, who scored, who made the you know he was the one that did the kick. kick ah, ah, ah. Yeah. So you know it's uh, pretty good guest I, list, I but it's just I mean, not worth four hundred dollars. At least it goes to a good cause. But everything that they're doing in Blairstown that weekend is super expensive. We might still go down yeah. just to hang out amongst town to see that. And you tell me there's a good brewery down there. Oh yeah, Buck Hill Brewery. So we might still do that. Although September thirteenth, also, I don't know if uh, we wanted to go out to Ohio, but they're doing the Slash Street Boys. The Merkins are performing as the Slash Street <laughs> Boys at the Slaughterhouse uh, awesome. Haunt, and you get not only do you get to go to the concert. But then you get to go through the slaughterhouse, and that doesn't open until the end of September. So you get to actually go through the uh, actual haunt the wow. first ones through this season. So there's tickets for that online. So if you guys want to be interested in that, it's themerkins.com. So. All right. And if you haven't seen the Merkin stuff on YouTube <laughs> and the Slash Street Boys, you need to check that out. That's good. Yeah, you do. little plugging there because I love the Merkins. Right. Whenever it falls under my feet or when I'm looking through videos, I'm always listening. Oh, <laughs> I, you got to love the Merkins. I, I should see if I can put the Merkins on the show. But I, I don't know. I may get copyright flagged for those, those songs they parody. Because it's kind of weird. Anyways, continuing into that idea, uh, and also it's only it's Cleveland. It's outside of Cleveland. It's outside of Parma, actually. And so it's like five and five and a half hours. The only reason I know is because I looked it up. <laughs> I was like, oh, I only have to drive both five great and a half ideas. Hours. Both great ideas. So you I, can take a five and a half an hour nap. If we go that route, or, or or you can come down to if we go to Blairstown, you can take a two hour nap. Yeah, about an hour and forty five minutes. That's a, that's and Mike, a Mike short says drive. that there's good food and a good brewery down there. So I mean, we wouldn't be Same going place. into the museum and everything because they want to charge. Way Great too breakfast much. at the diner that they filmed the scene with Steve Christie and the uh, you know having dinner. So uh, I had breakfast in there the first time I went. Sweet, all good. Okay. Well, uh, with that, that's the end of this first opening segment here. And uh, if you would like to add to anything that uh, we talked about and uh, join the conversation, we would love to hear from you guys. So you can find us on Facebook, Horror Zone 607. Like our page, share our page, rate and review the page to help us out. Also, uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Horror Zone 607. And remember, for all the social medias to join our conversation, use the hashtag HZ607. All right, thanks, Rich. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to start the beginning of uh, a little bit of ho- you know, talking horror here, which we oh, yeah. love to do on this show. We, so we two last week we didn't do talking horror. This week this we're going to make two up two talking yeah. horror segments. I'm going to host the first one, and then Mike's going to host the very special last one. So we'll be right back.
Welcome back to The Zone. And here is, uh, like as we promised, our first of two Talking Horror segments this week. Uh, this is my Talking Horror segment, of course, Rich. But before I dive into the actual topic, I am going to pitch an idea to my esteemed colleagues and also hopefully put it out there to see if you guys like this, uh, as far as listeners as well. So I've been thinking. And uh, first of all, we definitely need to do some watch movie watches here at Dragon Master Games with with inviting the general public as well. That's that's one of the things that we've been aiming to do, and we will be doing that not not too far in the near future as well. But I've been thinking we should start doing some some horror zone specials. Oh, horror zone specials, uh, special podcasts, and here's how I'm thinking. I'm thinking we should, you know, and I'm not going to say how many a month. Some months maybe maybe do more. So some months maybe do one or two. Some months do every week do one, uh, or we can we can all record them. But I'm thinking like let's watch a movie. Get, then we'll do like older movie, nothing new. Like the new ones, we'll still we'll still do the reviews right here on Horror Zone Six or Seven podcast. But we'll do specials where we'll do like I don't know. Well, I'm just gonna say it because it's on the top of my head. We'll do like we'll we'll all get together, watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then we'll come talk about the movie. We'll go through the whole movie. Not like I'm not saying like scene for scene and pick apart the movie scene by scene, but we can go through the whole movie, kind of like have fun. Hey, I saw this, I saw that. You know, maybe maybe drop a like we can all get together and decide how we want to do it. Drop a list of things maybe we want to like, t- keep track of and count. Obviously, we'll give little some fun facts. We'll do our research on it as well, but also we'll watch it before we do the the, the stuff so that way it's fresh in our mind and we can give like our honest opinion rewatching because like honestly some of these movies we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, some of these movies we may have never seen. Now here's where the fan element comes in. We, we're gonna do ones that we plan, okay? Like it'll be planned out in advance, and we'll just do it. But I think sometimes we should open up a to voting, so people can vote on Twitter and and, and Facebook. We'll put up a poll between like two movies or whatever, and we'll let them pick what movie we're gonna watch and do our special on. Then also sometimes we can just do ones that are written in. Sure, sure. I think it'd be fun. And, you know, in some episodes, maybe we'll, some of these special podcasts, maybe we'll do like two movies in one. Because uh, my pitch, and I think this was an idea we've had before, but my pitch is this in the month of October, maybe do one or two before, kind of get the bugs out, kind of figure out what we want to do. But I feel like in the month of October, and maybe we don't have to record four different weeks, we could do it, you know, however, we'll figure it out. It might be a, it might be a pain in the ass because we have a lot going on. We got Sci-Fi Horror Fest. We got Scaricon. You know, we got all that stuff going on. But somehow, some way, I say in October, we do all the Halloween movies. Oh, I'm down for that. I watch them every year anyway. So we do, so. We do Halloween one through six of the original series. Plus, then add H2O and Resurrection. Plus, then add the Rob Zombie movies. Plus, make Mike watch Halloween 2018 uh, again, just so we can hear him. Be you had me until 2018. That, I'm just saying. I think I think we should do that in the month of the first October. The second October, we'll do something different. But I mean, we can do that. We can run through series sometimes. Sure. But I feel like if we do them in special form, mind you, we're not going to do a watch along. It's not like we're going to be watching the movie while we talk. We're going to watch the movie and then we're going to kind of digest it out there. So the podcast would be about 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it takes us to kind of discern. Some of the movies, I'm sure, will be the shorter side. Right. Some of them will be a longer side. Because obviously we we're gonna have a lot more to say about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre than we are gonna be about critters, if you will. Sure. I'm not saying we're gonna exclusively watch those movies. I'm just giving a good little example. 
Yeah. You're talking about Critters is amazing. I love Critters, but <laughs> I feel like that there's... It's, it's the same movie. I feel like, if you think about it, there's more... Hooper was saying more with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre than what the creators of Critters were. They were just like, we're just trying to get the money off of Ghoulies and <laughs> Puppet Master success. Like, come <laughs> right. on, let's be honest. That's yeah. where we were. Gremlins. So that's an idea that we're going to put out in the universe because I think that'd be a lot of fun. And sometimes we'll mix that with the live. Sometimes we'll what we'll do is we'll watch a movie here live with people. And my idea... My idea, I don't know if we can do it in August. Maybe we can find a weekend in August. If not, September. We'll let you guys know when we get we nail it down. We do the movie we finally wanted to do. We show here at Dragon Master Games for the first one. We'll show in its entirety one of my favorite horror movies of all time, April Fool's Day. I Ron is still never sure. saw. I thought for sure that was going to be The Notebook. No, no, no. <laughs> April Fool's Day. I've never seen The Notebook, by the way. Me neither. Oh. Woohoo! You guys don't know what you're missing. That yeah, is a yeah, horror yeah. masterpiece. I know what I'm missing. And I, I'm good. <laughs> but I, I, I think we'll do that here at Dragon Master Games. We'll tell everybody and people can come and watch with us. And then we'll do a podcast after to review it. And it'll be Ron's first time. So that'll be yeah. awesome. It's for yeah. to see everything. So we're going to do that one here live. Then we'll do, we'll figure it out. We'll do something else because we'll do a couple dry runs before October. But I feel like that's the way to go. I mean, for the Halloween ones, maybe we we, we might be able to get together all together and watch them. But uh, if time, not time consuming, we can at least watch them separately. But right. have have a time, like watch it and then we're recording for, you know. So we'd have to knock out like two or three of them at a time. Right. So it would be like Halloween, Halloween 2. Maybe even Halloween three on the same one since it's different. I say it's got Although, Halloween in the title. It's a Halloween. I, I know. Movie. Well, here's the problem: we probably would have to do two specials in one week because we probably have to do Halloween one and two together, and then we'd have to do Halloween three. Uh, we'll, we'll watch Halloween three, but we'll do Halloween three as its own podcast. Okay, because it stands alone, anyways. And then we'll do four and five, four, five, and six. We'll do together, right? Because they the all Jamie go, Lloyd they trilogy. all go together. Then we'll do H two O and Resurrection together because they go together, right? And then we'll do the Rob Zombie movies together, which is I'm really dreading watching those again. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll do those together, and then we'll do 2018 by itself as the main event. <sighs> or we can skip 2018 because we've already talked about it ad nauseum. Either way. We might not have to do a special on that. We'll, let, we'll actually we'll let the viewers, this, listeners, I'm, decide that. I don't know if you're noticing the blank stare yeah. I'm giving you right here. In the studio <laughs> no, I'm just right saying now. we can we can we'll let the what we'll do is we'll do what I just said as a setup. And if the listeners want how, Halloween 2018, then we have to do it. If the, listeners are, if the listeners are like, you know, we've heard enough about Halloween 2018, then we won't. So I feel like that's what our mission in October is. But before October and September, uh, by the end of this month or September, I'd like to get one up, and then the other, and then one of them is definitely going to be here at Dragon Master Games. Sure. So there I like you it. go. I, I like, like it. that. This is why idea. we pay you the big bucks. I know. Actually, this is why if I got paid the big bucks, I wouldn't have to work. <laughs> 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 so now let's get into my actual talking horror segment. Now that I'm done kind of giving an announcement and I want to spring it on these guys live. See reaction. That was good. Uh, so there was an editorial piece done on bloodydisgusting.com where we like to take a lot of our stuff from. And it was written by Tom Beasley. I just want to give him a shout out here. And actually, you should read the editorial because I'm not going to read the whole thing. I just want to talk about what he some of what was in here. It says Halloween ends, by the way, the movie Halloween ends. That would be the in 2021 that comes out. And horror's love affair with final chapters. So basically, the, the gist of the thing, without going through the whole segment, is that horror movies in Hollywood, everybody knows how to ramp them up. Everybody knows how to make them a franchise. Everybody knows how to get them successful. Because we've had a bunch of successful horror franchises, as we know. I mean, we've had some that fail, too, but we've had a lot of successful ones. So that part, Hollywood has mastered. The problem in horror movies in Hollywood is they have never mastered ending them. Yeah. 
Never. A successful franchise in horror has never ended. Now, you would say, but Rich, that's that's true of a lot of things. No, not really. In a lot of Hollywood movies, there is an ending. Harry Potter had an ending. Now, mind you, they are writing another book, and then we heard they're going to make two more movies off that book, but that's based on a book. Uh, yeah. and, and they've they've gone off on the wizarding world other yeah. places as well just to make money. But once again, Harry Potter has a has a beginning and an end. Yeah. The Lord of the Rings saga has a beginning and an end. Whether it was the three movies that made up Lord of the Rings and the three movies that make up The Hobbit, but still, there's a beginning and an end. The Godfather, beginning and an end. Star Wars will be coming to an end. Well, the Skywalker saga will be coming to the end this December. So, no matter what, we've... we've yeah, I love to think out over there. Right? <laughs> I can't see that, but I can think But, uh, so... One thing that Hollywood hasn't learned how to do is how to end horror movies, though. Because we've tried time and time again. And some examples that are in the article that I'm going to bring up. And, of course, you're all probably screaming at... Ooh. Besides Halloween, I just whacked my microphone. Sorry about I that. I did that earlier, too. It's I was wiping life. my sweat. Sorry, guys. Uh, so, besides Halloween, which is what's is, what spurred this on, because Halloween ends, is allegedly going to be the end of the Michael Myers saga. Allegedly. We'll find out how well that works. We've, we've, we've already gave our opinion on that. However, we've tried this before. Most notably, we'll start with Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, of course, had a final chapter. Now we call that Friday the 13th Part 4. Why? Because there was five more movies that came out after that part of the original, plus then Jason X, plus then a reboot, plus Freddy vs. Jason, and we're not even going to count the fan films, but we're just going to count those. So after that movie, there was five, six, seven, eight movies that came out. Yeah. So final chapter did not work so well. Jason died. The next movie, we get a fake Jason. And the following movie, we get zombie Jason. Yeah, and the much. movie was called Jason Lives. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because they wanted to make sure after people bitched about Jason not being in part five, which I still stand by part five is actually a hidden gem of a yeah, movie. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of like Halloween 3. It's a hidden gem of a movie. Sleazy and, and uh, mean-spirited. Mean-spirited but, as fuck. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with you there. But a hidden gem of a movie. But anyways, so obviously they haven't figured out how to make Friday the 13th. And if they ever get out of court, we'll get another Friday the 13th movie. We will. So also, we can add that uh, the other big horror icon, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street had part six, which is Freddy's Dead. And you guys know, because we like to joke about <laughs> Freddy's Dead all the time. But after Freddy's Dead, we got New Nightmare. Yep. We got Freddy versus Jason. Yep. And we got the remake. Now. To be fair, there's been less because New Nightmare is barely a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yeah. And the reason I say that is it's based on characters, but they changed Freddy completely. Right. And the hopes, I think, there was to do another new franchise under the New Nightmare gimmick, which was good. It was a really good yeah. I enjoyed that movie quite a bit. It was way better than oh, yeah. Six. Yeah, yeah, great, great if you want to call it a sequel. But, you know, that's, that's it definitely... Still had, it still had Freddy, in a way. I mean, yeah, it was, it was different. Great film. It wasn't Freddy the, the sleep demon. It was Freddy the overall demon. Right. The fairy tale demon. Yeah, uh, yeah but, that was a great film. But it was still a great film. And then Freddy vs. Jason was Freddy vs. Jason. Because of that, we got Scream. Yeah, exactly. Once again, there's another franchise. Scream! Even though it's been gone for a while, you know, they've dug it up for TV shows. They Well, first of all, we had the trilogy, which what was wrong with that? You end on three, right? Yeah. Many years later, we get four, which we talked about earlier. Then we've had TV series. And now we're talking about a possible reboot movie, which the TV series might have killed. But still, it happened. Yep. Child's Play never comes to an ending. We just got a remake. We're getting a TV show. Chucky yeah. literally dies in like every one of these films. <laughs> he, he got melted in the second one. He got yeah. melted. He got put through a yeah. fan and his body was chopped up. He, he got he melted was, in the second one. He got melted in the first one. Oh, yeah. 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 It's just it's crazy. But, uh, hey, call it Chucky still a classic. I don't care. 
what, what dude, else? it's so funny. Uh, what else? Dude, do there's we... multiple checks. Coming off of Curse, I uh, I loved Curse. It was such a good horror movie, and that's that yeah, is not what Chuck, I expected. It's just funny because uh, because it's the whole. They uh, went back to comedy for it. That's one of the problems that I had with that. I think multiplicity. I'll just because <laughs> it was multiplicity. It gets worse and the uh. last one that gets guy that. <laughs> that movie was something else. Oh, come on, that's funny. So if you think about this, uh, <laughs> a one that hasn't come back in a while, but has been in the reboot talks again, Final Destination. Yep. They did the Final Destination, and that was supposed to be it. But now we're hearing rumblings of a reboot or a remake yep. or a just or continuation. A yeah. However, there's just rumblings out there that this is going to happen. So and we'll see. If it doesn't happen, then Final Destination stays stays laid to rest. Um <clears throat> The, uh, the, they, they did count this in the article, but Resident Evil had a final chapter, and then it came back. Yeah. And, you know, so it goes on to show that. The, so how long will it be before the last Sharknado is no longer the last Sharknado? How long will it be? Well, we do have Zombie Tidal Wave uh, that's uh, from the same makers and has Ian Ziering in it. So uh, will, will that stay dead? Will 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 the fact that the uh, the the last Human Centipede movie was called the final segment? Oh, will we get another one of those? Hopefully not. Hopefully uh, not. <laughs> or will it be like Saw? Saw was supposed to end with another one that was called the final chapter. By the way, it was <laughs> yeah. Saw 3D, but it was also known as Saw the final chapter. Yep. And then we got a few years later, we got Jigsaw. Which was the eighth movie in that franchise, and we know right now they are shooting the ninth movie in the franchise as Chris Rock is producing and starring in, and Samuel L. Jackson's also a part of. And I still can't. I can't wait to see it. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm, I'm right. excited for it. Jigsaw was actually pretty good. I, I enjoyed that. I. It wasn't the best movie, but it was. It was enjoyable. It was the worst in the series, but it was a fun movie. It was still a fun movie. Yes, as fun as a movie with deaths can be. Yeah. There were some fun deaths in that movie. Let's be honest. The, the opening sequence of deaths. Oh, yeah. The tugging. Th- oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then also the cylinder. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, that's that the one crazy. thing I'll give that series, too, is they keep coming up with inventive ways to kill people. So, yeah. So, and, and here's comes the opinion part. I know we've spent all this time with me giving a good backstory because it, it's, it's fair to say. Do you guys think... Actually, it's going to be a two-part. Let's do the first part. Do you think that Halloween Ends will be the end of the Michael Myers saga. I'm not going to go as far as say the Halloween saga. Maybe they'll try to reboot Halloween kind of Season of the Witch style-esque and call it Halloween or kind of do what The Conjuring does with Annabelle and stuff where it's a Halloween story, but it's it's that. No. No, I, I think that one of a couple of things happens with it. They either remake it again or maybe they dip back into the zombie version of the series and do a sequel to that which was originally supposed to happen or um they just maybe go back to the original some somewhere i don't even know where the story is it's a choose your own adventure book at this point <laughs> but uh maybe dip back into you know the original series again where all of the sequels exist and they they do something off of that mm-hmm. um i don't think that they're ever going to quote unquote make the mistake of going down the anthology, you know, I okay. I, I don't no, think I'd have a problem with it if it was done right. If if John Carpenter was involved or you know the original gang was involved with it, I think I'd be okay. But that won't happen. John Carpenter said he wants to do two more movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I was just throwing it out there. I I was just going to the anthology series to give kind of like a, a cop right. if you will. Uh, I agree with you, and you know who else agrees with you? Somebody you do not like. Oh, the person who agrees with you is Danny McBride. Oh, that guy, co-writer of the 2018 Halloween and upcoming sequels. 
Uh, he told Slash Film when Slash Film asked him that uh, if there he uh, that if there will be uh, Michael Myers in Halloween after their outings, and he declared. This is exactly what he said. He said, "He said, will there? Will, will he, they asked him if that'll be the ending? Sorry, is this going to be the the real end?" And he goes, "He declared this. No way. Their films will mark the end." And said that ten years from now, there will be another group of knuckleheads who will put together their take on the series. Right, and there will be. You know, maybe it's its own story. Maybe you know, there's no Laurie Strode in this one. You know, maybe it just kind of you know kind of does. Almost like Halloween Resurrection tried to do where, you know, they killed her off in the beginning. Even though it was that, you know, it was in canon with the original series. Um, you know, they kind of got rid of her, dispatched her quickly, and then tried to, you know, go a different direction, which obviously failed miserably. But um, I think that the attempt there was that they were going to start something new and try to carry it on. And they quickly learned that they couldn't do it without the Laurie character. You know, just it didn't work. But uh, something will happen. There, there will be some. There will be another sequel mm-hmm. to what I don't know, but something will happen. Uh, Ron, where are you at on this? Okay, people, real quick. Once Rich said Danny McBride, I kid you not, Mike was about to out the door. He was like halfway out the door. All right, he's like, no, gone, people. That's why I was laughing so hard. I'm sorry, but uh, it's 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 a franchise. It's people own it. As long as somebody owns the rights, somebody's gonna make something, even if it's 15, 20 years or 30 years after I have my heart attack. So 30 years after next week, we said, so, yeah, you know, it, it'll. It, it, it's no, it'll Hollywood's, never die. Hollywood's having a hard time coming up with original ideas now. now. How many times have they reinvented Dracula? Yeah. How many times have they reinvented Frankenstein? Yeah. Fair enough. You Fair know, enough. it'll happen. And I, those I, are from what e- the thirties. Yeah. Even if the next time it's not called Halloween, it's called Mike Myers like, or something like yeah. Like, you know. So you know. It, I, I agree. I don't think that it's ever going to end. And uh, it's it's funny. I don't think that here's my take on it. I don't think anything really definitively ends in Hollywood. Period. I did bring up stuff like The Godfather. I did bring up, you know, those those were sagas that, that came to an end. But those style of movies didn't. Yeah. I.e. The Godfather spurned on movies like Casino and Goodfellas yeah. and The Bronx Tale and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right. et cetera. Even Scarface was yeah. spurned on by, by The Godfather. So, like, it, it started its own genre of movies. And then occasionally the gangster movie comes back. Yeah. It may be in different forms. Like The Departed is the a gangster movie. Yeah. Uh, Training and, Day, yeah. gangster Training movie. Day, Oceans, uh, Oceans technically the Oceans movies, technically, yeah. the Oceans movies yeah. technically are, are those kind of movies. You know, same thing in fantasy realm. When, yeah. when Lord of the Rings hit it big, they were everybody was trying to make the next next book, fantasy book into reality. Yeah, that's that's how we got the Divergent series. That's yeah. how we got Harry Potter. Uh, Harry actually, Potter yeah. even. Yeah. Like there's a lot of movies that, that were spurned by that. So no matter what, throughout time, it's always going to be that revolution. Horror doesn't have have here's the it, problem horror does not have as many things you can either go back to the well a million times to go with the wolfman and frankenstein and dracula but then we created our own new horror icons in the late 70s in the 80s we'd created horror icons who obviously stand the test of time michael myers leatherface jason uh freddy krueger uh, you know, you can even go into then when there was a renaissance in the late 90s, early 2000s. Then we get our, our newer modern horror icons, i.e. Ghostface, Jigsaw. So no matter what, horror occasionally does spurn a new yeah. set of killers. 
Right. Even now, we just talked about Happy Death Day to you, and I know it's not going to become this huge franchise because they're kind of nipping it in the bud. But even the baby mask killer, if you will, is 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 now an icon. It's yeah. something that you oh, can yeah. see. You'll and see it in stores in Halloween season. It's it's going to be everywhere. I mean, it comes down to uh, like what Gene Roddenberry said in an interview. You know, the creator of Star Trek, people. Uh, is the thing that he couldn't wait to see what other people could do with what he has created. Hmm. That's why there's always, like, that's why he, he, this is what he wanted to see with, like, all the Star Trek that's coming out. He wanted to see people make other things go on. And, it, like, anybody that has that attitude, kind of like George Lucas, of, uh, I don't want to see my thing go to shame, like, you created something. Let it keep going. Right. Who, ca- who cares? Like, if it's, it's supplying some kind of entertainment. Like you might not like Halloween twenty eighteen, but to somebody's somebody's kid that's their first Halloween movie, right? And the and vast that majority might, of people and, did love and, it, and, and, and I'm just saying, like that's somebody that's somebody taking their fourteen year old son to their first rated R movie. I mean, I know it's, it's a little weird now to say that, right? But like that it, first horror movie, and that's going to be his Halloween. And, right. and then when Halloween, the and you know though, what? Just to, it, it, that's it should bring stuff to kind of feed off of that real quickly. I don't mean to interrupt you here. Yeah. There's a guy I work with. He's uh, he's around thirty. Um, he had never seen any of the movies. Yeah. He went to see that the 2018. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Went back and somebody told him go back and watch the original. Now he thought it was one of the worst movies he's ever seen. Now <laughs> that was blasphemous to me. No, I, I agree. But, but I agree. But that's also he's never. It's an know? argument that I get with Josh about like, and I bring up Star Wars. Is you know he, he's. He's taking, like, my goddaughters, he started with episode one, Phantom Menace. And I'm like, you're killing, you're killing the Star Wars saga. Yeah. But he's like, he, but in his, his one argument was, I can't show them a movie from the 70s and have them expect to enjoy it as much as we did. Because we were 80, because it was at 78. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll give you that a little bit. But you're still ruining like the whole story saga because right. it should be, you know. Okay. Uh, but like that—that's the whole thing. Like, it's somebody's first horror movie, somebody's first enjoyment. Right. That m- this might spawn him into other horror movies. Right. It, it, regardless of like Nightmare on Elm Street, like when you said watch everything, like my friends and I, when we were—that's what we used to do. We were like, oh, the, the Freddy's Dead's coming out. Wait, we got to watch the first. Five right. nightmares. Right. We watched the first five nightmares in five nights. Yeah. We went down to the local video store, got it, took it back, and I mean five nights, and then what? And I I didn't sleep for like three weeks after that. <laughs> but that's the whole thing. Like it's somebody's first enjoyment of something, and that, like I said, Gene Roddenberry says his best. I can't wait to see what somebody does with it. Right. And like like it or not, that show Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda, that was a Gene Roddenberry idea that was on a napkin that somebody else took and made and the court said you couldn't use star trek universe so right. they just adjusted it like like it or not if you put that in star trek universe it might have been a little better of a show but people love that show right you know and, and and one thing that just popped in my head a minute ago you know before you move on with this we were talking about what could they do with halloween i just had another thought of what they could possibly do they already reneged all the sequels they reneged part two the original halloween yeah. two to do what they did with 18 you want to know what they could potentially do who's wanted more than anything else to get back into this series danielle harris to play jamie lloyd She's on Twitter constantly criticizing them for not getting her involved in this series. Who's to say that they don't renege part six and go back and parts four and five exist and now you're back into the Jamie Lloyd saga? Yeah. You know, it well, could somebody, happen. Somebody could do that. Yeah, I would sure. love to see that. Yeah. A lot of people would. Yeah. Fans of the series. Well, yeah, yeah. Somebody's fan could somebody watching could be the fan of uh 
four and five or whatever. Right. And you'd be like, this is where I want I'm, to continue the story. I mean, now. technically, they did let her back in in uh, Rob Zombie's version. Right. Yeah. But. but <laughs> she played Annie. But She still. played Annie. It was different. You know, let her let her be Jamie Lloyd again. I, I would dig that. I would love to see that happen. You know, it there was happen. a severe injustice to that character when six came out. Terrible, terrible injustice to that character. Well, six was a terrible injustice to movies in yeah, general. Exactly. Another story exactly. Another so but, I wouldn't put it past them if they I think mean, they can make money. That was a very popular story arc in that series. It could happen. But it's like it's like you go back to Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two. It's the same freaking movie. Oh yeah, but one's just a spoof of the it, other. Yeah, it, it's 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 just how it's like. This is this was the movie I wanted. He was like I wanted to make, but at the time I only had this much money. Right. So we did it this way, and then I made this because I thought this was the better version of the movie. But most people consider yeah. that being Evil Dead. Yeah. You know because that's where everything went from yeah. there. Yeah. Including but, the amazing series on stars that. Oh, dude, uh, I love that series. Talk about an injustice. <laughs> that's that should have gone on a lot longer. Yeah. Great yeah. series. Well, you know, it depends on when they wanted to finish it up as well. Yeah. Oh, they I wanted mean, to go further. It. Stars canceled it. Well, I understand. Yeah, that they Bruce wanted, but was I mean, getting a little. Bruce, Bruce was getting gets a little. little uh, he gets a little touchy. About it. He was. Yeah. He was. He was getting to the part where he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to retire this." The, the only, so, I mean, he was pretty open about that. So. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he's. He was. Uh, the only reason why he jumped on that was because it was right after Burn Notice, and he didn't have any other work. <laughs> it was pretty much why he did. I don't, and he won't admit to it in any interview. Right. Or, but you but he wanted talk. it to carry on yeah. for a few more seasons. Yeah. He said, "If they cancel it, I'm done." Yeah, he kind of gave him the ultimatum indirectly that way, and they canceled it. So he's I'm done. Surprised, I'm surprised Netflix didn't pick that up. I wish they had. Uh, I would have loved yeah. to have seen that go further. Yeah, they could have, but they didn't. So now uh, that that was my that was the end of my talking horror segment. So pretty much horror just never ends. It, 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 just, it just morphs and does different things, and hope you can hope that it gets better. You can hope that it's the 2003 remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and not the 2010 remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Ooh. that's yeah. all you can hope. That's all. Yeah. You, whenever they reboot and remake, that's all you can hope. Right. Is it and the, I, had, I had hoped is for that the, Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Is that the remake or the reboot can yeah. do justice? Or, you know, at least do a good job of carrying a story. And sadly, we've yeah. te- we've seen a little too much of 2010 Nightmare on Elm Street than we have 2003 oh, Texas Chainsaw. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. and somewhere in there, 2009 Friday the 13th is kind of in the middle. Because there's stuff that they did there that was all right. There's I stuff that they did I there. Mind it. I didn't. I didn't hate it. It's yeah. watchable. I like the one I first it's, saw it in theaters. Listen, I, it's it's watchable. To hate it. I, I haven't watched it's, it since. It's but. watchable. Yeah. 2010 Nightmare on Elm Street is not watchable. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, that, I, and I like of course, it. 2000, the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, is that's is a masterpiece. A great, is a is a yeah. masterpiece, and it doesn't surpass necessarily. Like I, I look at them as two different things, and they both are are great in their in their perspective roles. Right. The original. Texas Chainsaw Massacre will always be a masterpiece and 2003 remake is a masterpiece there's two masterpieces that share the same name and they're both great and they're great at what they do they did they both did different things too it wasn't the same movie and that's what uh, the 2003 movie was a lot darker a lot more spirited yeah yeah. Yeah. and but the atmosphere was amazing yeah really that's the only thing that that carried over from the original the atmosphere was really good but it was just darker and way more mean-spirited and the original was more of a um it it was a social commentary about the times as much as anything else but also a legend and i hope we 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 actually that that's an idea i i feel like when we're doing these maybe we will do a compare and contrast for those two great movies, or maybe their own little segment because they they deserve it. They're both amazing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, also, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two needs to be watched. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh, that's a great, great Bill Mosley. Yeah, that movie is more of a dark horror comedy. But <laughs> oh it's yeah, absolutely, it's amazing. Absolutely, yeah. it gets a little shaky towards 
Leatherface and well, the original Texas Chainsaw Three, and then the new gen, next generation. Uh, uh, that's <laughs> been on almost every night for the last uh, two months. I watch it every time it's on, and I just—it's like the sun. You're not supposed to look uh, at it, but and then and then believe it or not, the secondary spur off was not too bad. Texas Chainsaw the beginning was was all right. Oh yeah, it was, uh, it was that okay. was all right. You knew, was, but the only problem is you knew how that movie was ending. Yeah, although they did come up with a creative way to kill the final girl. Oh yeah, that was that was. Cool. I didn't see that coming. That, that, yeah, that got I me. mean, I kind of saw it that, coming because you knew that they couldn't live. Yeah, and then when they spurned off again, that was weird because then they did Texas Chainsaw 3D, and that's a that's actually the seek direct sequel to the, to the original, original movie, the original, not the remake, the original. Right, and then they did the uh, Leatherface, or was it was it called Leatherface? Another one called Leatherface. Yeah, another one called Leatherface, and that was that was a the, prequel that was to the a prequel original. To the original. So they went back instead of doing the, the so the sequel the remake only had one true sequel, yeah, yeah you're right. And you're that right. sequel was bad. Texas Chainsaw the beginning was was a pretty awesome movie. It was. I really would have liked to have seen more. It's a little impossible you know to do now. Movie, but the movie that makes that awesome, the late great Arlie Ermey, just yeah. throwing it out there. Yeah, most of the cast of the family are gone now. Yeah. The only one that's left is uh, Andrew Bernarski. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has passed away. But before we get too deep and we see, look, if you want to hear more of that, that's what I'm talking about with these specials. We'll get in deep like that with these specials. So I got a little teaser there and we didn't even watch the movie. Can't wait to do that because uh, Texas Chainsaw's got to be on that. Absolutely. Got to do the, the whole series. Anyways, even even the bad ones, just because we can have a lot of fun me ripping <laughs> on Next Generation. And we will. And we will. So, uh, once again, if you want to dive in and let us know what you think about horror movies, never franchises never coming to an end, and uh, any kind of thoughts that you guys have, or maybe there's a horror movie franchise that did come to an end that you don't like that came to an end or whatever, hey, hit us up, man. We love hearing from you guys. HorrorZone607 on Facebook, at HorrorZone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag HZ607 to join the conversation. We are going to take our final break. And when we come back, Mike's going to host his very own Talking Horror segment on your double Talking Horror segment extravaganza. Welcome back to The Zone for our final segment of the day. Another episode of Talking Horror, if you will. You've heard us say it the whole show. We were going to do it, and we're going to do it. By God, we're going to do it. So uh, we kind of have, we're going to continue on a segment uh, that we've uh, done in the past. Uh, We're going to go back to the 80s one more time here. And um, we've previously talked about 1980, the films, the great films that came out in 1980, as well as the amazing, amazing films that came out in 1981. 
Uh, so we're up to 1982. We haven't done that yet. We're going to talk about 1982. Uh, so I'm going to jump right in here. And uh, I know a lot of the mo- a lot of these movies uh, the guys haven't seen yet because I, I named them off uh, kind of when we had a little pre-meeting before we went on the air today. And um, you know the guys said they hadn't seen much. But uh, the first one I'm going to jump into uh, would be Amityville 2. Boo. Boo. Now, I dug it. <laughs> I dug it. It was a sleazy movie. Um, it, it was kind of a, a loose uh, interpretation of the DeFeo murders. Um, they they were a different family by name, but uh, they kind of took some liberties with it. But uh, I, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty creepy movie. So You're the only one here that did. <laughs> and I kind of knew that was going to happen. I didn't watch it at all. Most know. people don't agree with me with that, but I thought it looked very much the part of the first one and uh, kind of had a similar feel to it. And uh, I don't know. There's a lot that I like about that movie. Maybe watch it again sometime. Maybe we'll do the Amityville series. You know, we were talking about doing these series. Maybe we'll do the Amityville series. I'll put you guys through that. Uh, please don't. <laughs> Next on the list is going to be Cat People. Cat People. I have never seen Cat People, by the way. I just want to point this out. But I do have the uh, the the synopsis oh. for it. Have you seen this, Mike? I have seen this, you unfortunately. Have? Well, the synopsis is, in this sensual and violent horror tale, yep. Irina Galler has a dark family secret, one that resurfaces dramatically when she reconnects with her estranged brother, Paul, who was played by Malcolm McDowell, by the way, who was at Scaricon last year. You can see us at Scaricon this year, October 18th through 20th. Look at me plug away there. You sound like Nick Foley. Because Horror Zone 607 will be at Scaricon again. We announced that last week. Mike, you weren't here. I know. We're going to be at Scaricon. Oh, I heard it. Yeah. I listen. So, living with her sibling in New Orleans, Irina finds herself enamored with zoologist Oliver Yates, who's played by John Hurd. Now, that's got a hell of a cast. Even as her brother makes his own advances towards her, it's not long before the dark and dangerous curse of the Galler family clan rears its feline head. <laughs> so basically, it's the real version of uh, Sleepwalkers, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, 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 a rem- it's a remake of the 1942 version. No, okay. It's got a good cast. Yeah. I'll tell you that. I mean, as you mentioned, Malcolm McDowell's in it, Natasha Kinski, mm-hmm. uh, John Hurd, who was, of course, the dad in Home Alone, yep. one and two. Uh, Annette O'Toole, who yep. I'm looking at on here, and uh, I hate to say this, uh, she was always really cute back in the 80s. She's she's not looking so hot these days. Uh, Ed Bigley Jr., good cast. Good cast. It, looks so, like, it looked an amazing cast, by the way. It's a weird movie. It's a very erotic movie. Yeah, a lot of nudity, a lot of you know, a lot of erotic behavior. I actually think I've seen this. I've just been a while. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting film. So it's not, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's just not my cup of tea. But uh, I had that cool early '80s feel to it. Uh, the next one, I know you guys are gonna, you're gonna jump right in here. I know Rich especially is gonna love this, and that would be one of the classics. It's coming back as a series on Shutter. We've got Creep Show. Absolutely, the original Creep Show. Fun times. Uh, this is definitely a movie I would dive into on uh, on, on an episode. Uh, it's an anthology movie. Of course, the first one featured the uh, great Stephen King is all over it, including he's an actor in, yeah. in the skit as well. Uh, the also uh, director. By the way, directors in this movie were himself, George Romero, and I do believe uh, what. Uh, I'm trying. I'm drawing a blank as as far as the last director that was a uh, part of it. But sorry, was it Crystal Reed? No, it was not Crystal Reed. Should have been. Uh, Tom Savini was in this movie too, and he yes. did a lot of the makeup effects on it. Uh, wow, it's 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 got a ton of people. Of course, like I said, Leslie Nielsen's in this movie. Also, yeah. Ted Danson. They're yep. in the same yeah. uh, skit together. Uh, if you've not seen Creep Show, 
You should check it out for sure. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah, there's a ton. Ted Danson. Hal Holbrook was in it. Adrian Barbeau. Yeah, we're looking this up. It's got a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. Man. No, it's, it's solid. I remember this all the way through. I, lo- I love I love this movie. Uh, and, and then, of course, there's Creepshow 2, which comes out later, which we'll talk about later in the 80s. Absolutely. Next up on the list is a movie I know you guys haven't seen. Uh, I unfortunately have. It's a, mo- a slasher movie called Madman. Big surprise. There was a 1982 slasher movie that came out. Um, not much to talk about with this. It was kind of a you know rip off of the other ones kind of had a similar feel to the burning a little bit i just want to throw out there this is uh that this movie is so out there that it's not even listed under my google search <laughs> well my my friend sean uh different sean than the one i've talked about in the past he loved this movie i actually got this for him for his 40th birthday and he watched it about 17 times uh within a week and uh, has one of the worst horror movie theme songs you'll ever hear i'm not going to sing it on here Everybody out there, do yourselves a favor. Look up Madman 1982 on YouTube. Listen to the theme song. You'll love it. You'll love me for it. Is he killing people in a summer camp? Yeah, basically. It's, uh, I, I IMDb know. has it as 81, but I'm just yeah, I that might be why it's not. I don't know it that. might have had multiple yeah, releases. It's, it's, it's one word, not two. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. Well, I was looking it up too. It took me a minute. Well, the I, killer's name is Madman Mars. Actually, I think I remember this one with these pictures. <laughs> it's I, interesting. It was an interesting one, so I don't know. Check it out; it's worth a watch. It's uh, it, it's, a, it's a cult. Oh movie. yeah, I remember this one. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy named TP who yeah, has a belt uh, buckle that uh, says TP. There he is. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I forgot the name. If of this. you ever, if if you've seen a movie where a guy has a thing of yeah. TP, you're gonna remember that. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, he has a belt buckle, a big giant belt buckle that says TP. Yep, I've wanted one of those ever since. I bet you have. Yeah. It looks like uh, I haven't un- gotten it yet. It looks like Uncle Esteban from Magic Together. There you go. Uh, if you guys would like to send Mike a gift, he would like the TP uh, belt buckle. Beep, bu- belt belt buckle. You can send that to twelve thirty five Upper French Street, bring him to New York to Dragon Master Games in care of Horror Zone six hundred seven. There you if go. That's not Uncle Esteban from Magic the Gathering. I don't wow, know. Wow, that's pretty bad. I don't that's know. know what that's true. Oh yeah, that's I'll, the Madman Mars right there. I'll, I'll, yeah, I remember this. Everybody, do yourselves a favor. Watch this movie. You'll you'll hate I, me and love me at the same time. It was like you say. It's it's, probably, watch, it's watchable. Probably the the four. Probably, <laughs> probably more than likely. Continuing on. Yeah. Next up on the list is kind of another cult classic. Uh, I've also had the pleasure of seeing this one. I don't think you guys have. Uh, it's a movie called Pieces. Uh, it's a Spanish American slasher movie. Uh, very much felt like a Jallo. Yes, that's what it looks like here. It does have decent review. Uh, well, it's in the middle of the road on Rotten Tomatoes at a forty-seven percent. It's got a six point two out of ten on IMDb though. So. Yeah, IMDb has got is there's a lot of good review. Like people are giving it, they they enjoy it. It's worth a watch. I give it, a, I give it a chance. It's worth seeing. You guys might Why dig not? it. I'm, I wasn't a big fan of it, but you might really like it. So, I know our our good friend Luke loves it. No, that's okay. where I watched it. That's I had the privilege of seeing his uh, copy of it. Okay. All right. Next up on the list is what we're gonna. This is where we're getting into the the big ones, the real well, big well, ones. If we're gonna get into the, are all the rest of these big ones? They are. Okay. So before you get into the big ones, I have a couple from 1982 that I found that okay. I just want to throw out there, and we don't have to spend long on them. It's just kind of like one of those. Things I probably these, these, purposely left them off the list. These are, so I can't these wait are to not. Hear. These are not good. So, uh, so <laughs> we have Wes Craven presents Swamp Thing. Ah, Wes Craven's yeah. Swamp Thing uh, came out in 1982. Uh, also, we have one of my personal all-time gri- cheesy, horrible, horrible, and definitely over-sexualized movies in the slasher genre period, The Slumber Party Massacre. Oh, I've never oh. seen that, but I always wanted to. We should watch it for the thing. You would enjoy it. It's, 
it's it's very bad but you would enjoy it because it's so bad. <laughs> the guy kills people with a drill connected to his guitar oh i yes. didn't realize it was connected to a guitar i let knew me, the drill was let involved me, let me let me let me let me read you the synopsis for this. Someone with a power drill shows up uninvited to Trish's high school pajama party. Yep. <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah. And now that's a synopsis right there. It ensues. It's it's it's, it's not bad. <laughs> and one last one to because there's many more, but one last one that I know wasn't on your list. Basket case came out. Oh. You know, I think I have seen that, and I can't remember anything about it. I think ba- that was another one Luke made me watch. Bas- Basket case is uh, this is a <laughs> small synopsis. A grotesquely deformed Siamese twin joins forces with his brother to stalk the physician who separated them at birth. He keeps it in a little wicker basket. Yeah. It used to they, they were Siamese. They were Siamese twins, and he and the uh, deformed one, the mutant, if you will. Like feeds off of people. It's actually a really good movie. Yeah. I I know I've seen that. Yeah. I know I'm I sure have. you have. It's it's a classic movie, but it was from 1982 as well. I knew it wasn't on your list because I saw your list earlier. Yeah, yeah. I, so before we got into the heavy hitters, I wanted to get those out of the way because it'd have been weird if we would have gotten into the heavy hitters, especially the heavy hitters of this year. And I would have gone, oh yeah, by the way, you should watch Slumber Party Massacre, Basket Case, and <laughs> yep. and and, uh, and Amityville and Swamp too. Thing. Maybe Cat People. Yeah, because we already were. Th- these ones were definitely better than the first set. Too. Oh yeah! So this was this was a good metal level one. Yeah, that's that's the uh, Ron is showing Mike the, uh, the picture of the basket of, of the actual basket case. Yeah, yeah there it was. Yeah, it's a basket so case was, if I've ever seen one. It would feed it random. It yeah, it, feed it random things too. Yeah, it, it ate cats. It ate people. <laughs> it, ate, it, ate a, it ate a bunch. Of I'm pretty sure I've seen this. I, I, there's no way you haven't. It's, it's actually a good movie. It's really, I mean, it's as good as a cheesy horror movie is going to be. Yeah, just throwing it out there because <laughs> it is as cheesy as you think because. Listen, most of the time, nobody's puppeting the thing. Like, when it's attacking yeah. people, they're just, like, holding they're it. They're holding it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you got to love it. It is puppeted when it's in the box, but it, a lot of times when, like, it jumps on somebody. There's some real it, acting being tell, done is you what you're saying. The actor is just, like, moving it. So there's some serious acting going on in this film. That's not one bathroom that I Wow. We got to make sure if, that won't rust. you guys could be in the studio with us this so week. Bad. Oh, my goodness. So so let's get into the heavy hitters. Let's get got, into the heavy hitters. Let's get this them, over right? with. You got, you got four of them. Correct? I do. I do. First up would be Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Three D. Three D. Three D. Absolutely. Thirteenth Three D. With the probably the greatest score. It has a good score. The disco. It also has a. It also has a decent Jason. It's the first time Jason was like monstrously big. That's my favorite Jason. And it's the first time you get to see the hockey mask. The iconic hockey mask makes its debut in part. Courtesy two. of Shelley Finkelstein. That's right. That's yeah. right. Who is now a lawyer? Who tells us An all entertainment about? Lawyer. He tells us all about uh, what's going on with the Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, Yes, yeah. I've chatted with him about it in the past. We nice should, guy. Yeah, we, should, we should see if we can get him on the show. You know, he might actually do he might it. Be if he had time, to, I, I, mean, I don't think that, that would be a problem. That would be fun. We'll, we'll have to get a hold of Larry yeah, Zerner, if you're listening, again, we want to get you on our show. <laughs> Friday the 13th Part 3 is, a, is always a fun watch. I'm, I'm a fan of Friday the 13th 3. Yeah, I am too. Uh, it's got some cool kills in it. Not to mention, uh, I, I was, I'm a, it, it's a good movie. Uh, I wish they would have gone with the original ending because they changed the ending, yeah. as you know, famously. Yeah, but the original ending was was brutal, and that would have been cool to see on the screen. Yeah, which would have been different. But they had to go and do the shout out to the original with uh, Mrs. Voorhees jumping out of the right. The the that was set. a big mistake with that. Yeah, that was. I think you should have gone with the original where she just gets. Slotted. It just made no sense. Yeah. Of course, I guess none of the sequels did, considering Jason was dead in the original. That's true. He was also dead in the second one. He was <laughs> also dead in the third one. Because mm-hmm. think about it, they hang him in the third one. Yeah. You see his dead body. They hang him. From a second story of a barn. Yeah. And he's left there for a long, long time. So he's definitely dead. Yeah. Definitely dead, yeah. 
But still a good movie. I enjoyed it. And once again, like I said, that is the most famous thing from that, the hockey mask. Yeah, absolutely. And Larry Zerner. And Larry Zerner. Yes. Yeah. Next up is, as you guys know, once I once I mention the name, you're going to know it's one of my all-time favorite movies to watch in the month of October and one of the most underrated horror movies of all time. That would be Halloween 3. Season of, of the, the Witch. Witch. Yeah. If you had just called it Season of the Witch, I bet you it would have yeah, been yeah, way I better. guarantee it. Because it is a great horror movie. It's a good movie standing on its own. The thing that does hurt it is the fact that it's called Halloween 3. Right. And after Halloween 1 and 2 established Michael Myers as the killing machine that he was in an, in an era of slasher movies, because Michael Myers spawned the slasher flicks, you know, later with Jason and then later on with Freddy, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, at this point in juncture, there was, by 1982, as we mentioned in 81, there was a ton of a ton of slasher movies off of the backs of of 1978's Halloween. ton of them. Movies like Mad Men. Ma- well, not only that, but I mean, think about <laughs> it. We talked about 81 before. You know, We had right. Prom Night. You had oh, Terror yeah. Train. You had everything. My, 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 uh, my Bloody Valentine, I do believe, came out, what, it was 80? Uh, was my Bloody Valentine was 81. Okay, so it was 81. I know, because we did the two years, so kind of whatever. Right. Anyways, so... They kind of all mixed so together. So the Godfather slasher movie. So if you would have taken away Halloween 3 because people were expecting to see a slasher, and you would have just called it Season of the Witch, I guarantee you that it would have had a better reaction. Yeah. Because the movie by itself is a very good movie, and I will yep. say that. I've been saying that exact same thing for 20 years now. I enjoyed so. the movie. And it's oh, a yeah. Movie and, and unfortunately, the only thing that hurts is the Halloween. Once again, it's like Friday the 13th Part 5. I'm a big fan of Part 5. And it is one of the most mean-spirited horror movies of all time. Oh, yeah. It is. It's truly evil and diabolical, and it has the most mean-spirited kills in any Friday the 13th movie, for sure, and in most movies, period. Yeah. And uh, here we are. You know, the only reason people judge it is because it's not Jason Voorhees. Right. But if you think about it, if you really go, hey, just forget that Roy is Roy and it's just Jason dying again, yeah. then you could actually be like, oh, it's one of the better movies in the series. And I think people just focus too much on the Friday the 13th theme. The same way as Halloween 3, they focus too much on the Halloween. Right. And I like to say, you know, if you're a true horror fan, enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy it for what it is because <laughs> it's not a bad movie. Yeah. Enjoy Basket Case 3. Did I just want this synopsis <laughs> on that thing? <laughs> oh, there was a third oh, one. Oh, there, there was, was a 90, second, 90, was, a yeah, 90 was in the 91 or 91, 92. Once wow. again, the, the, the basket. Go back to my talking horror segment. Franchises never die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, 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 I thought of one that did, and that would be the next one up in my list, and that would be Poltergeist. Uh, yes and no. They, they, they have there was done, a remake. Well, and, no, they did. I think they did. Well, actually, they yeah. did a total of there, four or five. There, there was, was three like, of them. Go look this up, Ron, because I swear there was there a There was fourth. Poltergeist 1, 2, and 3, and then there was the remake. I swear there was more than that, because I, th- I swear there was a Poltergeist 4 before no. the remake. I could be wrong. If Ron, there was, it out. was something that was like check it out, a Ron. fan-made movie or something. But let's talk about Poltergeist. Well, there was the brothers. series, Poltergeist like the Legacy. There was Poltergeist in 82. That had nothing to do with. Right, there's Poltergeist Two, the other side in '86, Poltergeist three in '88, then American Poltergeist in 2015, which I don't think which was nothing to do with it, and then the remake of Poltergeist. There was the series; it was kind of they tried to do the same thing like Friday the Thirteenth, the series. It was like an anthology series called Poltergeist: The Legacy. Yeah, 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 the Legacy from '96 to '99. The only thing that's important here, of course, is the original Poltergeist movie, which, as I've said before on this show. I do not like haunted house movies because I think they're gimmicks. I also think the possessed movies are kind of gimmicky with there's exceptions because if it's done well, like anything, if it's done well, I'm going to like it. I eat the conjuring movies. I really dig like the actual conjuring movies. I actually, I love the exorcist, even though it terrifies Mike here. Oh yeah. Uh, and, I, I turned it to Derek on that movie. Yeah. And I love poltergeist. Poltergeist is an amazing movie. Uh, top tier all day. It gave oh, us yeah. some of the best horror tropes of all time. 
Uh, it's not cheesy and just shit for the sake of shit. It's really good. And of course, where else are we going to get? You, you you left the bodies. You just moved the headstones, didn't you? <laughs> you just moved the headstones! The great Craig so T. Nelson. Coach himself. Underrated actor. Coach. Very underrated I actor. I, I, it was a great movie. Yeah, and, and you know it's, it comes later on in the decade, but I, I thought Poltergeist 2 was actually really good until the end. The end ruined that movie, but it had it had a really well, good we'll, first we'll get, half. When we get to that, we'll give it a stay in the sun. Absolutely. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I, I could agree with that. But I will say this. That would have been the best movie of 1982, in my opinion, if it wasn't for the last movie you're about to list. Yeah. Because yeah, out of all the movies in 1982, this movie is amazing. And oh, it yeah. would have been the best. But there is one more movie you're going to mention that I think, in my humble opinion, is the best horror movie of 1982. I don't know if you agree with that or not. I do agree. When I did a countdown on Facebook years ago and during the month of October, uh, it came in at, I believe, it was number four on my list. Uh, only Halloween... Uh, Jaws and The Exorcist came in above it, and that and would fair, be fair, fair for all those. The John Carpenter classic. His, a lot of people feel it's more his masterpiece than Halloween. I don't know if I go that far, but one of the greatest all-time horror movies that failed at the box office should not have. Amazing film, The Thing. Oh, the Thing oh, yeah. is amazing. Uh, once again, this is my favorite movie from 1982, hands down. I hands agree. down, mine as well. Which would have been all said and done if you had the closed captions on <laughs> in the beginning when the guys are yelling in the oh, foreign, yeah. language, foreign language, shoot the dog, it's an, it's an alien or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it was all in foreign it was language. In Norwegian. And, By the yeah. way, the best part about that is he put that little snippet in there. Yeah, yeah. It was good stuff. Uh, I, I'm going to say this. Uh, the Thing is an amazing movie. It's it's one of the best movies of all time. It is a masterpiece. I do not say that it's his greatest masterpiece. I do think it's it's second to Halloween. Because I think Halloween uh, carries with it, not only is it damn near the most perfect movie ever made, in my opinion, it also carries with it the fact that there was a whole empire built off of it. And I'm not just talking about for Halloween. I'm talking about there's a whole genre. The slasher genre exists because of Halloween. I agree. It really does. And uh, for better or for worse. And Halloween is definitely the best of them. And it is, in my opinion, the greatest horror movie ever made. I agree with you. Top five all day for the thing. Yeah. Uh, so John Carpenter owns two of my top fives. Yeah. Actually, your list is pretty sound. I like the fact that Halloween uh, was number one and then you followed it with... I had Halloween number three on that list. Whoa. I had to be real with myself, even though it's my favorite what? movie ever made. So you put I had to be real one? about it. I had The Exorcist 1 and I had Jaws 2. Uh, Jaws the most prof- has never had... a. There, I've said this many, many times. There's never a movie that's had a more profound effect on people than Jaws. I, I agree with those, but I would order them differently. I go Halloween 1. Jaws number two, so I agree with you there. Exorcist number three, and it's not because I hate the Exorcist, and then I would no, think it, yeah, it's it, not because I hate the Exorcist. I don't. I, I, I've said it before, and, and I, this is not I, in a bad way because I know it's going to sound bad when I say overrated. The Exorcist is a tad bit overrated, just a tad bit, and the reason why is because people tout it to always be the greatest horror movie of all time, and there's a lot of that movie to be desired. Uh, yeah. in, in my opinion, once again. If I was you, because you're terrified of the movie, then I would get it. But I've never been terrified of the movie. I think it's a classic. I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's another movie that's damn near perfect. However, I still think when people put it on the list, they put it on the list higher. And in my opinion, outside of Poltergeist, which we were just talking about a minute ago, there has never been another Possession movie that made me go, fuck, The Exorcist started a whole campaign. Right. Whereas Halloween started a... 
a mega franchise because Halloween is a great is a huge franchise. Friday the 13th is a huge franchise. Nightmare on Elm Street is a huge franchise. Just keep going down the list. Child's Play is a great is a great big franchise. Scream's a huge franchise. Saw's a huge franchise, and we know it's got a slasher tone, but it's not a direct slasher movie. But without Halloween, none of those movies would exist. Yeah. Even non-slasher movies wouldn't exist because it gave the template for how a horror movie should go from that day forward. Right. Right down into the runtime of a movie, the atmosphere, the stalking feeling, all of that comes from from Halloween. Now mind you, it borrowed from other things because people are going to be like, "Well, Hitchcock did stuff like that." And you know, other and yes, they did. But Halloween mastered putting them together in a package that everybody just copied and pasted, copied and pasted, right. copied and pasted and and created successful franchises out of. The Exorcist never did that. And and that to me is why it, it it edges it out. Now, mind you, all those movies we just list, including the thing, are damn near perfect movies. They're yeah. all masterpieces. There's not a one of them that I could say, oh shit, there's no something wrong. And I could even go further in my list and say that. And you know, I know we're getting off the thing a little bit, but it's 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 I just that's my opinion. Yeah, it's just funny on how like cause you guys like you guys switch it around a little. Like Jaws is number three to me. Really? And then I intertwine Exorcist. I Halloween. almost made Jaws number one, but well, I understand why. But I like, yeah. the, like to me, it's just number three. Here's the like, thing. Yeah. like I always put Halloween like and Exorcist together, and it's who, whatever, whoever, whatever day you feel right. at that time, whatever bugs you more or whatever freaks most, you out more. I was gonna say but, most most people have them one and one and two. All yeah, day. yeah, right. And, and, and the it, reason I give Jaws is I always I always think and I think no, I, I rank Jaws a little higher, and this is the only reason why because I mean obviously the same reason will never t- overtake Halloween because it's never been duplicated it's never been spawned you know there's never the extra stuff that's going on but i think i i the only reason i also think i lean on it a little more is because everybody just kind of disrespects it everybody kind of forgets about how much of a masterpiece jaws is yeah. it's funny because it's it is it's, had more profound effect on anybody any than any other movie it's anything a, it 's scares people to, away from the ocean to this to this day, day. Yeah. 50 years later nearly to this day. Yeah. almost but, 50 years later and but it, people still like kind of forget about it and don't even list it on horror like list because they forget it's a horror movie it's a terrifying movie. oh yeah it well, really is, especially when you said it best with the fact that the shark didn't even work. Yeah, the shark, so didn't, which uh, made it even scarier. Well, he rewrote it and made it even scarier yeah. than it would have been if he went the original. If, if yeah, the shark it would have been too over the top if yeah. they had Listen, done what they wanted. If the shark would have worked, that movie would not be a masterpiece. Yeah. Bottom line, yeah. the 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 genius of Steven Spielberg came out of necessity, and when he rewrote it because he just wanted to be off that damn island, pretty much, <laughs> he wanted to get the hell out of Martha's Vineyard. That's all it was. Because that's where they shot the film. And as you know, it was a nine-month shoot because this damn shark kept breaking. So they rewrote the movie just to get the hell out of it. That rewritten movie is a masterpiece. If he would have shot the original script, and even from his own mouth, if he would have shot the original script, it is not as big of a masterpiece. It isn't. Because it would have been over the top. It would have been a cool movie still, but it would have been over the top. It would have been more like all the other... Yeah. Shark movies we've mm-hmm. seen over the years. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of shark scenes, and without the shark, you create atmosphere, you create suspense and stalking. Yeah, because that damn shark is stalking the hell out of you. Oh, yeah, it's no, almost it's... a slasher movie when you think about it, it. it. It really is. It really is. And now the problem is, is the subsequent sequels of that movie. Uh, I stick well, by two, two being a really good movie. Well, two is just a carbon copy of one. Yeah, yeah it's, little it's, different, it's, but it's, it's, it's a evil great companion piece too. Slight yeah. differences, but they're kind of yeah. the same movie. It's an actual sequel. It, it they kind of just steal the characters for three and four, yeah. but three, they, three, they, three they, was the baby. By the way, right? by four, by, three no, was three the one that takes place in Sea World, right? But it was like the baby. It, it was three like D. Yes, it was the baby. It was the it was a sun shark. Or yeah, no, that was the fourth one. Oh, that was, was Jaws: the, the Revenge, one? where it follows the mother and the son 
all the way the from Martha's Vineyard to the Bahamas while they're well, on an no, airplane. Amity, Amity Island yeah. to the Bahamas. Okay, and, that's right. But but, but still. It's, it's just yes. been a while since Amity that. Island would have been in Long Island or that's right. Massachusetts. That's right. That's where the Amity but Island But it follows them down the entire East Coast while they're on an airplane <laughs> yeah. and finds them. Right where they are in the Bahamas. <laughs> Surprisingly, that's a better movie than the third one is. So well, I, I can't remember. <laughs> in the fourth one, they try to forget the third one ever happened. But thank so God. Tell you something. Uh, but anyways, going back to the thing now that we've digressed off of it, and this is why the fun of this show. Oh, yeah. I really, I think this is the best part. That's why I love conversations. But going back to the thing, uh, the thing, the one thing that it, not only does it have great practical effects in it, that are amazing to this day. It does have that Some atmosphere. Some of the best ever. It has the atmosphere. It has the whodunit kind of vibe. It, it's, it gets you really off-kilter. But it also, and this is why I rated it so high, has one of the most brilliant endings of any movie ever made. Oh, yeah. Where is the thing? Is one of them the thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. that whole snippet of the beginning, like I said before, just you know, you, you don't know, and and you know, uh, rumor has it it, it was uh, the bottle is the tell. Because uh, you remember Kurt Russell hands over the bottle. Oh, uh, yeah. And the bottle wasn't allegedly, because it it's never been confirmed, allegedly in the bottle it was what they were using to start the Mild Health cocktail, so it was gasoline. So when he handed it over and the guy drinks it, and that's why he starts laughing, is because he knows he's the thing because he's just drank gasoline. Uh, that's one of the theories. I, 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 and that's I like, never even thought of that. And here's the funny part. I had to that's, it. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. too. Def, we'll, we'll watch it for this show. Definitely. And that's one of the nods that people go to. Like, oh, shit. So he was the thing. And that's why that's why the movie ends with Kurt Russell laughing and then the guy laughs after him. I can't remember what the names of the characters were. Sorry. It's been oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But McCready yeah. and I can't remember the other yeah. guy's name. So he's so he hands him the bottle and he drinks it and then people and then he starts laughing. Remember and then the, he starts and then they both are laughing and the movie ends. That's how the movie ends. Right. No answers. So everybody's like, oh, what happened? That's a great ending. And goes when you add that in, that people think that the bottle that Kurt Russell has is filled with gasoline that they were using to start fires. Then it's like he's laughing because he knows that he knows that his buddy is not his buddy. It's the thing, right? So and they've never confirmed or denied it. John Carpenter will not confirm or deny it. That's the best part about it. It's better left ambiguous, which makes me believe that that's the that's the point. Yeah, because think some about of the best it, horror movies have those ambiguous endings yeah, too. Yeah, so. yeah, but I'm just saying that's why. Once again, that's one of the reasons why it's a masterpiece. It's a great yeah, movie all the way through. It's a master of visual effects, and then yeah. the ending is just spot on. Yeah. And then you add that tidbit to the ending, makes it even better. Yeah, right, because of the beginning and the ending, and both at both points tells you what. It, what it's it a was. masterpiece. Yes. Yeah, all right, I'm on with that. I I never. Pay, it's been a while since I've seen the original thing. So yeah, I, that's that's one of those things that's out there, and and I actually kind of think that that and 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 John Carpenter has been asked straight out. And he's like, meh, won't tell you. So once again, it gives me the idea that he thought about that. So that if he thought about it, that's what it was. Yeah. But once again, he won't confirm or deny it, which is like a real fun thing. But I, I don't think that a mastermind like John Carpenter, when he's asked a question, if it was just something that he's just like, no, he would just be like, no, I didn't really write anything. I'm sure that if, it, if 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 he didn't write it that way, he'd be like, oh, well, that's a good take. I didn't write that, though. Right. And he, to, the fact that he goes, well, maybe, maybe not. Right. Makes me think that he wanted you to catch yeah. on to that, and he wanted you to kind of keep this conversation going. Yeah. No, so, good job. It. On and John it Carpenter. always will. Once again, t- two movies in the top five for me. John Carpenter's a master. Oh, yeah. Master. Master. I agree. Was. Uh, not so much anymore. He, well, he hasn't done anything. Yeah. The last, few, even, the last times even, he's tried over the last twenty years have failed. Yeah, but you know you also have They Live that throw in there. It's not it's not all time masterpieces like the other two, but They Live is a really good movie. Yeah, he kind of had like a second tier of them like that. Um, Children of the Dam. Yeah, that one was all right. Um, it wasn't it wasn't great, but it wasn't horrible. Right, Prince of Darkness is a really underrated movie. Mm, yeah, Prince of Darkness is actually pretty good. 
Uh, what else is on? Lord of, um, not Lord of Illusions. Um, the Mouth of Madness. Mouth of Madness was all right. That was good. Yeah. I that's mean, good ones. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I, I think that's I think that's great. Uh, you know what? That was awesome. That was good. Great talking horror. We got look at that. We even gave you a little bit of time there. Uh, man, it was just a great show. I love those conversations, and that's why I want to do these specials because we have so much to talk about. We have movies, a lot damn of it. Damn it, we have a lot That's to That's what about. we call talking horror. I know, it's wonderful. So, uh, real quick, I just want to give you guys uh, 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 just a shout out to where we are. So, once again, we want to hear from you. We want you to talk talk to us about the, all the movies from 1982, anything we talked about this episode, anything you want us to talk about. If you have an idea of a movie you want us to watch for our upcoming stuff, go ahead. If not, you know, we'll just bring you the, the entertainment regardless. But hey, you need to follow us so you can take place in our polls and everything else we're going to be doing for these. So first of all, go to Facebook, HorrorZone607. Like us on Facebook. Share us on Facebook. Rate and review our Facebook page. So that way we can uh, help the algorithm there. That helps us out a lot. We really do appreciate it. Also, while you're at it, follow us on Twitter at Horror Zone 607. That's right. Uh, over there, we got a lot of content. We usually put some stuff out there, you know, tweeting all the time. Uh, hashtag HZ607 for all of our social media to join the conversation. Real big plug because uh, we were just getting to that. We're going to be some places live coming up soon. Uh, October 4th and 5th, we will be in Oneana, New York at the Oneana Foothills Performing Arts Center as part of sci-fi horror fest as a matter of fact we are one of the sponsors for sci-fi horror fest so that's pretty awesome come visit us and i got word and i think i talked about it on the podcast last week i got word that i will actually be hosting the children of the corn panel uh, at sci-fi horror fest with uh courtney Gaines and uh john franklin and all i'm gonna say i said it off the air i've said it before you said it on the air <laughs> yourself last week they better put an extra chair up there because i will be joining i think ron's there's gonna be a fight in this room they put up two extra chairs no, I, so <laughs> but but anyways so uh, we're gonna be doing that plus there's gonna be so many more people there uh, dustin para is gonna be there from uh, ghost hunters also uh jill whitlow from night of the creeps will also be there uh, or the greatest comedy according to diesel the mask mask the, the rocky Dennis story, story. Uh, also, uh, you know, we have we have so much cool stuff we got going on. So I I do appreciate that so much with Sci-Fi Horror oh, Fest. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And there's so much going on. Also, we'll be a part of Scaricon as well in Rochester, New York. That is taking place on October 19th or 18th through the 20th. Sorry, 18th, 19th, and 20th in Rochester, New York. Uh, for ticket information for both events, by the way, Scaricon has not announced their whole lineup yet so i can't go in there but i can tell you that the entire well not the entire cast but a big portion of the cast from terrifier will be there yeah and i'm excited yes, for sir. that so they, that has been announced so far but there's more to come uh for ticket information for both uh for sci-fi horror fest it's sci-fi horror also like their page on facebook sci-fi horror fest uh you can find their stuff because we plug them all the time on ours also for scaricon it's scaricon.com for tickets information also you can check out their facebook page scaricon and follow them on Twitter, at Scaricon. Once again, we plug a lot of their stuff, so you can always find them through our social medias as well. So uh, I just want to plug that's where we're going to be. We're going to be doing some cool stuff there. Uh, I've been talking to the promoters of Scaricon. Uh, as soon as I know and give a concrete stuff, I can tell you what we're doing there as well. Can't wait to hear it. So uh, that's all I got for this week, Mike. So, All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for being with me on my show. I appreciate you guys being here, both Ron and Rich. It's always a pleasure to sit here with you guys and record this show. I want to thank you guys, the listeners out there, every week for tuning in and listening to us just talk a lot of horror and you know, bringing you all the best news you know, that's coming out in the horror world. So uh, we will be back in the studio again next week. We'll be talking a lot more horror and bringing you the biggest horror movie news of the week. Have a great week, everybody. See ya.